Hello everyone and welcome to the Healthy Living Podcast. My name is Xander. And I'm Johan. For our first podcast, we're going to be discussing, should there be more PE in schools? First off, what do you think? I mean, for me personally, I'd love to see more PE in schools because it's so beneficial to your health. What about you, Johan? What do you think? Well, I fully agree with you, Xander. However, I must say, too much PE may cause kids to get bored with the subject and they will overall enjoy it less. I mean, I also agree with you there, Yoan. That's a really good point. But honestly, as someone who plays basketball twice a week and does PE in school, I don't really think this is an issue. Yeah, Xander, um, I see where you're coming from there, but depending on the person, PE could potentially be stressful and difficult. Well, that means that they, w- that they won't enjoy it, and this could lead to an unhealthier lifestyle if they don't enjoy exercise. Okay, I will admit, that is true. On the other hand, though, it would be better to let the pupils decide what sport they want to do. I mean, that would lower the chances of them not enjoying it, because it will be something that they want to do. Yeah, um, again, I agree with you, Xander. I personally think that there should be specific classes for people who want to do a certain sport. As a result, the lessons would be more enjoyable and pupils would be able to work at their own pace. That is an amazing idea. And, I mean, another thing we need, I think we need to consider are the health benefits of PE for children and young adults. As a student myself, I can be extremely tired first thing in the morning. And for school, I mean, this is really bad. But if there was more PE, I can get energy even when I'm tired. What do you think, Ewan? Yeah, I slightly agree with you, Xander. I think that the health benefits of PE are very effective... However, even though PE can give you that extra bit of energy, too much PE can make students stressed and completely out of breath. Therefore, this would lower their enjoyment of PE. I mean, once again, that is true. But like I said, again, I must stress the benefits of it. For example, exercise can actually increase your self-confidence. So, Yoan, if it has this huge mental impact, can you argue the value of doing a sport more in schools? Of course. Exercise can definitely increase your self-confidence. Although, the majority of pupils already do some form of sport outside of school. So what would be the point of doing more school when you're already doing enough? I mean, that is a really good point, actually. But something that I think proves PE's effectiveness in schools is the fact that sport and exercise increases the production of cells that are responsible for learning and memory. I mean, don't you think this is a really important thing to help in school? I do agree with, with you. Despite this, studies have found that extreme exercise may be cause for concern and could lead to health risks for a certain group of individuals. Wouldn't you be worried, Xander? I mean, obviously that would worry me. However, if we increase the amount of PE sessions, but not enough that it would be a health concern to some people, I mean, that would be the best solution, wouldn't it? I fully believe that this would, this would be the best solution and more schools should implement it. Unfortunately, this is where we come to an end, but hopefully we'll see you next time. If you enjoyed this, be sure to follow us on Spotify or or whatever podcast channel you're listening on. See you next time. Hello and welcome back to the podcast of The Healthy Living. I'm Xander and today I'm joined by Yoan. Woo, we're back. And today we're going to be talking about healthy eating and the benefits of it. So, Xander, what is your perspective on this topic? Of course, I think the healthy eating is an incredibly important thing, and having a healthy, balanced diet is the key to living a healthy life. What about you? Yes, I completely agree that healthy eating is imperative to having a healthy lifestyle. Not only just fruit and vegetables, but a mixture of different foods, like carbs, protein, and dairy. This would result in a balanced diet fit for everybody. 
I mean, the big problem is that not everyone is on board with a completely healthy diet. In fact, 8.5% of adults worldwide have diabetes. That's twice as much as in 1980. So what can we do to help promote a healthier lifestyle? Well, there are a variety of ways to promote it. For example, we could create social medias that aid people to adopt healthier eating habits. Additionally, we could also create multiple websites to reach out to those who just want to have a healthier life and give them tips on how to just do that. I mean, the most important thing with a balanced diet is that it has many health benefits. Carbs, for example, provide the body with energy, so having more carbs like bread and rice in your diet can give your body much more energy than just, I don't know, Cadbury's chocolate bar or Walker's packet of crisps. Yeah, I see where you're coming from, and that is true. Also, eating more fruits and vegetables can greatly increase your health by providing essential vitamins and nutrients. Therefore, persuading people to eat more fruit and veg can lead to a more nutritious life style. Nutritious? Well, I mean, another thing you must see in order to have a good diet is a healthy amount of protein like meat and fish. Protein is used to build up muscles and make them stronger, so more protein makes a stronger you. Yes. Also, calcium is essential to provide the body with a healthy diet. Calcium is used to make your, health, your bones and teeth stronger. Drinking milk and eating things like cheese can give you a great boost of calcium. Oh, I love cheese. Me too. <laughs> Finally, even if you love them, you need to cut down on oils and sugars in order to live a healthy life. Eating too much sugar can lead to weight gain and eventually obesity, while eating foods that contain too much unhealthy oil can lead to things like diabetes and even heart disease. Okay, so hopefully you've learned a lot more from that episode than the last one, but once again, the show has to come to an end. This is where we sign off. If you enjoyed, be sure to follow us on Spotify or any other site you're listening to us on. See you next time. Bye! Hello again! It's me, Xander. And we're back! And it's me, Yoan. Welcome to another episode of the Healthy Living Podcast. Today, we're discussing smoking and, well, alcohol. Firstly, let's discuss smoking. Of course, the main reason you shouldn't smoke is obviously because tobacco and cigarettes can cause cancer and heart disease, which you really don't want. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I mean, can you really find someone who would want that? <laughs> no. I mean, additionally, there are many different shorter-term effects of smoking, such as bad breath, yellow teeth, and more colds and coughs. Ah, damn, that must suck. Also, which sucks more is that nicotine in cigarettes can also cause many other types of cancer. It can even make it more difficult for blood to move around your body because of this. Smokers are usually tired and cranky. Yeah, well, I mean, I get tired and cranky if I wake up wrong, anyway. <laughs> However, one of the biggest damages is to your wallet. A pack of cigarettes can cost around £8. I mean, therefore, if you buy a pack a week, you're spending £416 a year just on cigarettes. Yeah, and I mean... That's a lot could, of money. Yeah, you could definitely spend better things on that. And now you must be thinking, what if my friend smokes? Well, the most important thing to do is to warn them of the many health problems caused by smoking, such as heart disease and cancers, and other, and other effects like bad breath, smelly clothes, and how expensive it is. Well, that's enough for smoking, I think, for one day. Next, we're going to talk about drinking alcohol. So what do you think about it, Yoan? Well, of course, it's a really bad idea. Drinking alcohol can not only cause short-term effects like slower reaction times and blurred visions, 
but also long-term effects like chronic brain disorders, which you really don't want. Yeah, that is so true. And long-term drinking can even heighten the risks of different types of cancer, like liver, mouth and throat cancers. It can even cause birth defects if pregnant women drink too much alcohol. Furthermore, alcohol can affect your quality of life financially, professionally and emotionally. Many mental health issues like depression and anxiety are associated with alcohol. I honestly can't believe how many health problems are associated with drinking, especially since it's become such a normal part of everyday life. In fact, since alcohol affects your reaction times, those under the influence of alcohol, aka drunk, are more likely to be involved with motor vehicle accidents and violence acts. That really sucks. And one of the worst effects of alcohol is that people who drink alcohol before the age of 15 are five times more likely to develop an alcohol dependency than adults who start drinking at age 21. Jeez. Well, obviously, the worst effect of alcohol is that it can cause blackouts, seizures, coma, and even death if it is, if it is consumed too quickly and in large amounts. So, keep that in mind next time you fancy a couple beers. And that's why none of you should drink beers, or alcohol, or even smoke, since it's really bad for you. And, unfortunately, that's all we have time for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed, be sure to follow us on Spotify or any other streaming platforms. See you next time. Goodbye.